Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. So here's a show that I always thought was like going to be a mixture of like, okay, we're just we're just doing something because we're doing the multiverse saga, you know? And you know, after the first season, I'm like, this is good. This is I really like this. This is this is a good balance to it. I'm I'm happy that it exists. Um but with all the you know Marvel fumbling the multiverse saga, I don't know how 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 well it's going to go as time goes on. Um, but this season just really, it's like the it's like the the multiverse saga that I wanted just condensed into its thing. Like I really love this season. I like it more than the first season. I think they hit all the points that worked for me, um, and then enhanced and then like just kept going. And made it even more so. Like the my favorite episode, I think, is is the Kahori episode. Um, ah, I the, knew you were going to say that, and it was also my favorite episode. Yeah, that that really just. I mean, not only is that like a huge degree of 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 fantasy fiction that I think has been playing in my mind since the dawn of my life. Uh, what happened? What would happen? What if the Native Americans had a way of kicking the fucking ass of every single European who decided that this place was was a gold rush? Um, oh, God damn. I even, there was a writer who I met at a convention and he was, he did alternate universe fiction before it was trendy. And he, he and I would every year would meet up and talk a little bit more about what the Americas could have done realistically to, to, to stop and create independent nations, um, as opposed to letting the Europeans just stomp all over them. So this was nice. This was, this was, that was a really good episode. <laughs> No, it was great. And and I mean, like doing the entire episode in like Mohawk. Was... Yeah, exactly. It, it was very much like um, the Predator movie Prey. And which, that... I st- which I still haven't seen. And I hear it's great. Dude, it's great. It's amazing. And the whole like there's a version of it that's all done in the native in the native tongue. Yeah. The only two languages in this episode were <laughs> were, were Mohawk and Spanish. And the, yeah. the Spaniards were the bad guys. Fuck the Spaniards. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, the Conquistador is not not great. Nope, they are not. They are assholes. Love Spain. Love Spain now. But uh, Spain back in the day? Yeah, a bunch of assholes. All assholes. All of them need to die in a nuclear furnace, in my opinion. Yeah, the Conquistadors raped my family, and that's why I'm only only half native. Thanks so much for that, assholes. Uh, besides that episode, uh, I really, really liked the Hella and the Ten Rings episode. The Hella and the Ten, I did, would not, ex- I think going into that episode, I did not expect to enjoy it. Like, oh, Hella meets Wen Wu and hilarity ensues, you know? Well, as like, soon as, as soon as I realized that the premise is instead of banishing to, her to hell, like Odin does what he did to Thor to her. I was like, oh, I'm in like, this is, that's, that's a good twist. Yeah, I didn't really care until I watched it, and then it, like, holy shit. To be honest, as I went through this season, every episode became my favorite episode. Only through hindsight and, and being forcibly to choose one, that the Curry episode was the one that wins. But almost every single episode kind of won me over the next to the next to the next. Um, that one really impressed me. And, like, it made, gave me even, like, all the feels by the end of it. Because, like, seeing her become basically galadriel <laughs> you know it's you have Kate Blanchett becoming a hell of the white and it just filled me with such joy and when will being by her side to, to wage this to fight to, to to bring liberation to odin's empire was just such a great twist 
more hella. Just more hella in general. Hell yeah. Oh my god damn, I hate you. Um, (laughs) This, okay, so this might be a difficult question for you. What was your least favorite episode? Honestly, um, I, god, that is a really hard question, but if I had to choose one, and I think this makes sense of why it was my least favorite, it was a Sakaar episode. And that, I think, is because it was written by season, in season one. It was meant to be in season one. So I think they learned a lot from season one and it felt like a season one episode. It was, you know, you know why it felt like a season one episode? It was the only episode this season that was Tony Stark focused. Yeah. I mean, but I don't mind it. Like I was happy to see Tony Stark and I love the episode. Don't get me wrong. Give me a Mad Max, a car, crazy insanity thing like that. I even wanted, like if they ever make a, 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 a Iron Man transformer, like I would buy that. Like that armor turning into his car, like I would, I would buy that in a heartbeat. You know, like give me have a third party do it and sell it for three hundred dollars. I'm in. I'm down. I like the episode enough, but it still felt enough like a season one that didn't have the. I, I don't know whether it was the pacing or the grandeur or the let's see how far we can take these ideas, and it was fun, but it just wasn't. The le- again, it's hard because I do enjoy all these, but it would be my least favorite. I think for me, it's a tie between that episode and the Christmas episode. Oh, I love the Christmas episode. It was so much. It was, it was diehard. Uh, yeah, of course. And that's obviously what they were going for. But yeah, but like that's the whole thing. Like it, it, me, it was fun because we watched it literally the night before Christmas. And um, we were watching Die Hard that night. So it just fit perfectly. Um, and Happy Hogan as the Purple Hulk just made me smile and giddy. I, I did not like the character design for his Purple Hulk. Aww, but why, he does he lo- why does he why does he lose his hair he I, he's the, i don't know but he looks then, very trauma he looks very trauma like yeah he just he looks i was like uh good thing we won't see this again and then it came back in the 1602 episode mm-hmm. there are multiple universes and he had a mustache in this one so you know you yeah. should be happy and and hulk had a had a had a uh goatee and they spoke like old English, and they just oh, the 1602 made me so happy. You know, what was interesting. A lot of people were 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 theorizing what the 1602 stuff was going to be like, and they had all these big theories and all these big massive ideas. And really, at the end, it was just an adaption of Marvel 1602. <laughs> and I don't know why no one no one mentioned that when they were having their theories of what it could be. They were all thinking of. Uh, all these other things, but no one just thought, oh, maybe they're going to do an adaptation of 1602. And that's all they did. They did an adaptation of 1602. Which was great. I had a good time with it. What did you think about Strange Supreme being the big bad? Um, I, I think it's... an. So, my issue with... with what any, Basically, I have an issue with what people are saying, because... People are thinking that it goes against his character arc that he did at season one. I don't think so. I think it's just that's who he is. All across the MCU, we have Strange being a deadly, stubborn, obsessive, obsessive individual. Yeah. And this is him. So anyone who's going to be like, I found a way to do it. It's going to be strange, especially this version of him. And making him the big bad like works the... The only thing I could say was like, well, it would have been cool if they if they made him a hero one more time and then saved it for season three. You know, if you wanted to wait a little bit longer, but this was fine. Like, 
I enjoyed the whole episode, the finale, going from 1602 into this, just the amount of Easter eggs and cameos and fun shots and just watching um, Peggy and Kaori just like kick fucking ass in all the ways they can against this multitude of like versions of, of strange, which is what multi, this is what multiverse of madness should have been this episode specifically, you know, it's like it, Oh, it was insane. And I loved it. Yeah, I do. And also I, I feel like they appropriately demonstrated like how how powerful Strange is because basically these two super powerful people could not win unless they used all uh, all of the tools of a bunch of different universes. Mm-hmm. And like they they had to they had to have like all of their armor and weapons like maxed out. Yeah, like you needed to be completely maxed out. You needed everything at twenty to be going up against uh, Strange Supreme, and even still, they would not have won if it was not for um, the other version of Strange that was still in there. The duality of strange the the version of strange that um that uh the uh the ancient one if it was not for the ancient one splitting him up and and then him recombining with himself that version of him was still in there that fought with him and pulled like a golem and just like dropped himself into the into the lava you know into the into the machine so there was a lot of callbacks and it all kind of made sense in my eyes like it they were able to defeat him to a point, but it really took Strange to defeat himself. R.I.P. Yeah. And then he sacrificed, and then it was a beautiful sacrifice. He sacrificed himself to a point to allow Christine to exist, but he couldn't get to be with her. Yeah, I thought, I, I actually thought, I thought it was a pretty satisfying conclusion to the season. Yeah. I, and this, I mean, just everything in general. Again, this season had so much going on for itself. Like, I know you're not a fan of the Christmas thing, but, like, this season started out so big with a bang, with a film noir episode that just, that was so Blade Runner, it made me cry. Oh, no. The entire time I was watching it, I was thinking of you. Yeah. I was like, this is my episode. Like, the entire, I was like, this is, this, this is for me. As Nebula, as a film noir cop, dealing with a mystery in a cyberpunk universe on like it just made me so happy also i just always love i always love like a nebula focused thing yeah just the amount of variations we've got on nebula in what if like i just want figures of them all like the um the blonde from uh the uh what was it what if uh oh the star lord episode hey (laughs) cha-cha so i love all the nebula variations and all these things but again, a great start of it. And then we got the the what if Peter Quill attacked the Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Love that episode. That was a great. See, you do love all these episodes. You just have an issue with the Christmas one. And maybe this is a car one. And maybe this is a car one. I, and also, hold on. I'm looking at the. Yeah. What did you not like, like to enough to say like, yeah, because I, I, I sense more like, I mean, I'm all on in this. Season. It's more of it's more of like an ambivalence, right? Like I. I like the show for the most part. And you know what I liked about this season more than I liked last season? What? I liked the release structure. I thought doing one episode every day for nine days straight. That's good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Stretching this this animated series out over nine weeks, I like a lot less. Yeah, well, it gave us all our cake and allowed them to do a... um to do a release every night so like you showed up for it and because of the time they did it it felt like a gift to me like to me it was like it's 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 the holidays we get what if one a night like an advent calendar fuck religion but like that's 
to me, I don't mind opening the door and getting a new what if calendar. I don't yeah. mind worshiping at that. And that. for me, I didn't, I didn't like watch an episode every day, but I'd usually let like two or three pile up and then I'd chug through them and then I'd watch the next one. I think they're, I think they're solidly okay. And like, like when the episodes are like, when they really zing, I think they're like pretty good, but yeah, I'm just, I, I am okay with the show. <laughs> so yeah, I was, I was there every night at midnight. As soon as that episode got released, I was there and I watched it, I think, two times the next day over. So I've watched each episode at least three times. Yeah, to um, me, to me, like, this show is good, but, like, it's not, like, a Loki good. Or it's not, like, a Ms. Marvel good. It's good. I think it's, see, I would put it up there with Loki and Ms. Marvel. I would. I know. I know you would. You said this last, like, at the end of 2021, when we were ranking all the things that came out in 2021, you put this, like, near the top. Yeah, because I love I love the concept of this show plus the application. They do really fucking well. You know what I love? I love Jeffrey Wright. He's great. And who doesn't love Jeffrey Wright? I went to go see American Fiction with Jeffrey Wright, and that was a that was an amazing film, and it just showcases all of him. And I'm just happy that he exists as an actor, as an individual. He was great in that, and he's great as this. I would not mind an, a live action version of The Watcher played also by Jeffrey Wright. I wouldn't either. Um, Secret Wars. Secret Wars. <laughs> but uh, I, I was just watching randomly uh, Catching Fire, the second Hunger Games movie, and I, I didn't realize that Jeffrey Wright was in it. Yep. he was. I did a Hunger Games marathon relatively recently, um, and yep, he's in that. Did and you do it to watch the new one? Yeah, because I wanted to like see if, if it could. I have my issues with the, with the first series, mostly just the last one. Okay. Um, did you read them or did you just watch them? I just watched them. I just watched okay. them. I wasn't going to read that shit. Um, I read I read all three of those books for Aaron uh, before before we dated, and I liked them. And then the first movie came out, and I saw it with her very shortly after she uh, got married to that guy and moved to a different country. And it broke my heart so much that I never saw any of the other movies. Oh, okay. So you you finally sat back and watched the second one. Yes. Uh, our friends, Karen and Josh, mostly Karen, really wanted to watch them. So me and Christy are like, okay, we'll watch them. So we've seen the first two and we're going to watch the second two this week. And then if the prequel is still in theaters, we're going to go see that after. Otherwise, we'll just wait till it comes out. Yeah. I mean, I watch it on Plex. So I got it. I got it all. I got it all free to watch like at home. I went, I did buy a ticket to go see it. But I got distracted and I forgot that I did that and I ended up missing the show and I was like, fuck. So it was, I got home and I was like, oh, it's for free on Plex. So I'll, I'll, I'll watch it there. Um, I, I'm not going to say anything more beyond that, but I'm looking forward to your your review of it all. Maybe we could talk about that later. But um, Jeffrey Wright was good in The Hunger Games. I enjoyed that. The first two Hunger Games films were solid, solid things that I really enjoy. Go, going back to this show, though. Um... Did you hear the thing about the showrunner? No. They quit. <sighs> of course. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, Ace, AC Bradley, the head writer of the first two seasons, uh, basically announced as the last episode of this season came out that this is she's done with the show. She's moving on. Okay. So. Uh, Thanks for that, asshole. Sorry. <laughs> It could be concerning. Yeah, a little bit. I know they will have a season three in development. They had an episode that was supposed to be for season two that didn't finish on time. So they are, so they basically, no, 
didn't finish on time, so that's what they used for like promotion for season three already. Oh, is yeah. that the, is that the one that they dropped with uh, Alexi and Winter Soldier in a car? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was supposed to be for this season, but they couldn't finish it on time, so they are putting it to season three. Cool. Well, that will be her last contribution. Yes, that will definitely be her last contribution to it because that was pretty almost done. So, yeah. Uh... But there's still so much they could do. I mean, I wonder who's going to take it over. I, I mean, like with that last shot that they did in the final episode, knowing that it's going to, it might go back to Loki, you know, the god of stories and something related and like really leaning heavy into that, which I'd be fine with. I'd be great. I'd be happy with that. Like, I'm just curious what they would do. And I'm, I'm, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, that that is the that is the thing. I did enjoy them going going to the universe tree, multiverse tree. Uh, Yadrasil. Idrasil. Idrasil. Yeah. The multiverse tree. Yeah. I yeah, I kind of I kind of like. I mean, it's a great tease, but like, are they? What are they going to do with it? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh. Peggy. Peggy goes and hangs out with Loki for a bit. Who knows how that's going to go down. Um, I would love more. I would just. I would love it as an excuse to have a have a Sylvie adventure because that's someone who definitely needs more screen time. Um, anyone from the Loki season series could deserve more screen time when it comes to that. But that might be getting way too much into into the TV, just the TVA doing things. Like, can you imagine the Watcher and TVA hanging out. Jesus, do you think we'll do you think we'll get Kahori at some point in like live action? I mean, the actress looks like her. I mean, like it. it she's a she looks good for the role. She could put on the makeup and go to town. The um, actress, by the way, is beautiful. Yeah, no, she's she's gorgeous. But like she, so she can, but she looks like like her. You know what I mean? It's like, um, it's like Star Wars Rebels. You know, like you have the actress who pretty much look in some cases like your characters, so you cast them as that. Um, but did you know that the actress is already cast to be in the MCU? As what? She's going to be a character in the upcoming Echo show. Well, not that they they already have precedence for like reborrowing actors yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. So I don't think I I don't think she has a super substantial role. Her name's Bonnie, so I no. guess we'll see we'll see in a week when that comes out. Yeah, but like that's fine. Like variations, whatnot, or what have you. Um, just borrow her for something else again. Like the uh, lead actress in Eternals was in in Captain Marvel, so. But but a different color, so it doesn't count. Yeah, she was a different color. <laughs> I don't see that kind of thing. I mean, that's a little racist of you, but I just don't see the world in that view. Well, I find that people that say that they don't see color are usually more problematic. Oh, so I'm just saying everyone is human at the end of the day. Um. <laughs> Except for that character who was... Cree. An eternal and Cree. Right. <laughs> so, um. Matter anyway. So yeah, uh, I, I I'm sorry to bum you out with the uh, yeah that fucking ah. Uh, but you know what? Like, what was it? The director of Loki season one left that show, and Loki season two was like holy shit. So who fucking knows how things go? You know, could still could still be good. Yeah, it could still be epic. It could be great. It could be could be even improved. Maybe even next season you'll be like, oh, now I get it, and I'll be like, mm. oh, and one thing not. Related to this show, did you see that Stephen Yoon uh, dropped out of Thunderbolts? Yeah, I did. I did. Not. I'm hearing a lot of mixed things with Thunderbolts, and I know. See, I think we live right now in a world that, like, really, we need to stop 
doing like spoilers and teasers and discussions before things come out. You know, I think just as a moral way of enjoying some of this content, like I'm enjoying less and less people theorizing and talking all about the industry all the time now, because back in the day, these, these things happen all the time, but we never knew about it. And we just enjoyed what we got. And we either enjoyed it or we didn't. And we didn't feel the need to freak out about it all. So I'm kind of, yeah, I'm sad that Steven Yeun's character, he's gone. And whether he's being recast or rewritten out, who fucking knows. But Thunderbolts is going through changes for everybody involved. And we'll see what happens and what it becomes. Um, I love the concept of Thunderbolts. I love the cast involved. I what it becomes who knows i want it to be done i want it to be good so whatever they have to do in order to make that happen great you know and from what i hear and understand like it's one of the two movies that's might go into the whole like oh there's a giant celestial hanging out the ocean like brave new world so yay um and i want to see uh harrison ford as red hulk so that's that's brave new world though right that's not necessarily yeah, is but it? like, yeah, because it's Ross's Thunderbolts. I mean, he is he is the titular Thunderbolt. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm saying. Like, he is. It's it's was. I think it was a group designed by Ross. So I, he's going to be in it. What's the next thing coming out besides like Deadpool? I mean, we, yeah, besides that, we've got. It's is it really just like Echo and Deadpool? Yeah, we only get Deadpool next year. Jesus, this year, Joseph. It's 2024. Yeah, I, well, I don't know history uh marvel's film list hold on, let me see let's let me confirm that deadpool is all we're getting echo then thunderbolts blade fantastic four avengers 5 that's all in, and brave new world for the year after yeah, it was like that's 20 that's all 2025 right yeah 25 and 26 yeah so they're, they're they're taking their time and fixing the problems which is fine by me and, and I'm pretty sure that they're going to be they're they're developing um, uh, young Avengers for something in between. Okay, but seriously though, slim pickings this year. Well, yeah, I know. Well, that's only I mean, like go back in time a few years, and it was normal to only get one Marvel film a year. It's been a while since we had a oneer, but pre Endgame. So yeah, it's been that long, but really not long ago before then. Maybe the last time, the last time that we had a move a uh, year with only one movie, I think, was actually like the year Iron Man two came out. No way. Yeah, I don't think so. Hold on. Okay, uh, I was incorrect, but not by a whole lot. The last time we had a year with one Marvel movie, it was twenty twelve. 
with the Avengers. Mm. The first Avengers movie? Yeah. Yeah, then I started to do two, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then most most years they did two. Then we got up to three for a little bit. And yeah, three was little... a mistake. Three was a we had our 2020 year break where we got nothing. They should have kept it at two. Yeah, I think Yeah, three is a lot. Yeah. Marvel keep Marvel at two and Star Wars at one. Everyone will be happy. Yeah. Deadpool three though. I'm I mean I'm excited for Deadpool three. I'm excited a lot. I love Deadpool movies. I am excited for this one. As opposed to the other ones? You didn't like the other ones? I thought they were fine. At the time, I had a I had a bias because uh, like any Marvel movie that's not part of the MCU, I was like, ah, what's the point? But now it is part of the MCU. It's all part of the MCU now. The MCMU. MCMU. All right, oh, that's fair. Uh, but anyway, I think we're I think we've I think we've discussed this to death. Any final thoughts about what if? I mean, I want more. That's it. I just hope they get their shit together and they continue giving me quality things, which to me are way more than fine. All right. That's it. I've got nothing. You got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> you know what? We've we've spent so much time pondering the question, what if, that we never pondered the question, why? Because it's fun. That's it. That's the whole point of what if, you bastard. All right. So make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast. And you can email us at InfinityCast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.